Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, January 21st, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hello, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you, Emily? I'm good. Pretty happy because we had some lovely snow yesterday. That's true. Yeah, it was really nice. I took my dog out. I'm sure he loved he it. He was crazy. Really, <laughs> As really, always. really happy. Do, do you like the snow? I do like the snow, but my dogs don't. No? Yeah, they're, they're too sheltered. They want to stay in warm. <laughs> yep. Well, it's January 21st here in Korea, but in many parts of the world, it's still January 20th as we speak, including the U.S. Some parts of the U.S., I'm sure, still is the 20th, and it is a very important January 20th for those in the U.S. because the 45th president of the United States of America is sworn in. On this day. Yeah, that's right. But did you know that January 21st in the United States is actually National Hugging Day? That sounds a lot more nicer than the Inauguration Day, actually. <laughs> and I'm sure many Americans might need some big hugs today. But it is interesting that there would be such a day for hugging. Well, apparently this day was created in 1986 by someone named Kevin Saborny. He thought that American society is embarrassed to show public, to show feelings. Feelings in public, and this is a quote from him. And he wanted to change that by designating a special day for hugging. He chose this date because it falls between the Christmas and New Year's holidays and Valentine's Day. Oh, smart choice. Well, if the American society was considered to not show enough feelings in the 80s, This guy, Zaborny, definitely would not have, I mean, would not approve of how much emotion Korean society shows in general, even today, because Koreans are not exactly the huggiest people. Right, that is true. Now, honestly, we have no way of knowing, though, how well observed this 30-year-old American holiday is while we're sitting here in this studio all the way in Seoul, Korea. But I hope it's successful as... I think everyone could use a couple of more hugs wherever they are, mm-hmm. provided, of course, that the other person wants the hug. Yes, very Otherwise, important. Otherwise, it's not a good feeling. No. <laughs> well, we don't have to be in the United States to observe this day either. So Emily and I will have to wait a while before we can step away from the microphone to give each other a hug. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to us with a friend or a family member, give them a hug, providing that they want one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. But usually family members will want hugs, yeah. especially. Uh, older family members. Mm. They will really love hugs from their younger family members. Incidentally, I believe today is also Grandmother's Day in oh, Poland. Really? Okay, mm. well, that's an extra reason to hug Do. your grandmother yeah. if you are lucky enough to have her in your life today. Mm-hmm. Now, you should also hug your dogs and cats. Right. Maybe some cats will not like to be hugged, so you might want to be careful there. <laughs> But, you know, it could be fun if they're willing. Or if you're listening on your own, you could hug the next person that you see. Right. It's kind of bleak, though, to think that we need to be reminded to hug or express our love more. But that being said, it is a nice holiday, so I hope it kind of spreads around. Yeah, I agree. 
Now, quickly, before we move on to the letters and reports portion of the program, we have a short announcement to make. Right, we've got some good news for anyone whose New Year's resolutions include learning Korean. Starting coming Monday, which is January 23rd, the mobile version of the KBS World Radio Korean language lesson, Let's Learn Korean, will be made available via our website. The lessons will be updated every Monday on both the website and via our SNS feeds, so be sure to check those out. You can, of course, listen to the lessons via our website on our computers as well. And just to be clear, Let's Learn Korean is not the same thing as Drama Lines, so you should try to listen to both if you can. I could not agree with you more. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll share with you the letters and reports of the week, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. Now it's time for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed-up emailed comments, letters, and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this program. First, we want to mention a letter from listener Betsy Robinson, who is an artist in the United States. Betsy wrote to us on one of our receiving log forms and also sent us a cutout of a photo of the Korean national flower Bugunghwa or Rose of Sharon, which is also a type of hibiscus, along with a couple of American celebrity seals, one of Elvis Presley and another one of young Shirley Temple, which were both very nice. Mm -hmm. She wrote a cutout of a hibiscus Syracuse that I planted two years ago. Uh, the hummingbirds love to visit this plant. I wish the KBS staff many happy days in the future. Well, thank you very much, Betsy, for the message and also the lovely gifts. The flower looks gorgeous and it shows that you're a great gardener. We hope to hear from you again soon. Yes. Now, taking a look at another receiving log we had in the mail recently, our monitor Lanio Narajan of the Philippines sent us her logs from November 7th through the December 20th, during which time she listened to our 0800-hour UTC broadcast on 9.570 megahertz every single day. Fortunately, the listening conditions appear to have been mostly good and even excellent, aside from only a few days when the condition was only fair. Lani wrote, Dear KBS Listeners Lounge, Mabuhe, greetings from the Philippines. The overall merit of your November 7th to December 20th, 2016 broadcast at 9.570 MHz from 0800 to 0900 UTC was loud and clear. The only problem is the noise coming from other stations, but it does not totally interfere with your broadcast. I would like to thank you for sending me the souvenirs. I really appreciate it. Happy Lunar New Year to all of you in advance. Well, thank you very much, Lenny, for your detailed and neatly kept logs, as well as the New Year message. Now, I've heard that Lunar New Year's Day is also celebrated in the Philippines as well, so happy Lunar New Year to you in advance as well. And of course, we will send you your QSL cards very soon. 
Listener Peter Eng of Malaysia also sent us a receiving log after listening to our 0800R UTC broadcast on 9.570 MHz on December 26th of 2016. He used a Sony ICF SW7600GR receiver with a telescopic antenna and rated the Simpo 3 across the board. He said, suffer strong interference from CNR Beijing in Chinese also on 9.570 MHz. Well, we've been hearing more and more of interferences from the Chinese national radio recently, but I think this is the first time that I heard that the uh, CNR Beijing was on 9.570, the exact mm-hmm. frequency at this time as well. That's kind of uh, worrisome to hear. But uh, thank you very much for letting us know, Peter, and uh, we'll send you a QSL card very soon. Now, staying with 9.570 megahertz, listener Shahinir Alam, president of Peace Radio Listeners Club in Bangladesh, left us an online reception report after tuning into us on 9.570 megahertz from 1300 to 1400 hours UTC on December 26th. He used an Elta 3562N receiver with an external antenna and said that the Simpo stood at 33343. So thank you, Shahinir who I believe we're hearing from for the first time today. So thank you for getting in touch. And welcome to KBS World Radio. Your QSL card is on its way. Listener Andrew Kuznetsov from Latvia wrote us an email recently after tuning in to us on 9.570 megahertz as well. He heard us on December 3rd from 1300 to 1358 hours UTC using a portable Grundig Yacht Boy 400 receiver with a 75 meter long wire antenna set 20 meters above the ground. He rated the Simpo 24322, so not exactly fantastic there, noting very weak signal and much noise, but he was still able to to give us a lot of details about the programs he heard, including Touch Base in Seoul as well as Listener's Lounge. Thank you for that. And of course, your QSL card is on its way. Now, Ms. Karobi has a recap of India. Listen to us from 1330 to 1350 hours UTC on January 7th on 9.570 megahertz as well. And she used a communications type receiver with a telescopic rod antenna, which yielded a simple of three across the board, which is reasonable. Kariobi gave us some details about the program she heard as well, which was Listener's Lounge, and also added, I wish you all a very happy and prosperous New Year 2017. So thank you very much for those kind words, and Happy New Year to you too. And of course, we will send you out a QSL card very soon. Now, 9.570 megahertz seems to be one of our most popular frequencies these days, but unfortunately, its reception conditions had seen better days. Listener Cao Thi Minh of Vietnam also listened to us on 9.570 megahertz on January 7th between 1300 and 1400 hours UTC. It appears the recession condition was poorer in Vietnam than it was in India, and Cao Thi Minh, who used a digital receiver without an antenna, gave us a rating of two across the board. Thank you for your report, and your QSL card is on its way. Next up, we have a handwritten reception report from our monitor, Fumito Hakamura of Japan. Fumito listened to us at 9.580 megahertz from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC on December 28th using an ATS-909X receiver with a rod antenna. He gave us lots of details about the programs he heard, as usual. But unfortunately, the listening condition appears to have been rather poor. He rated the simple 2523. 
three two at first, then three five two three two at around zero two thirteen UTC. But towards the end of this, the signal weakened even further to one five two two one. So we are very sorry to hear that, but it was nonetheless very nice to hear from you again, Famido. We hope that you're doing well, and thank you as always for getting in touch. And you will receive a QSL card soon. Staying in Japan, listener Toshia Nishimura sent us an email after listening to us at 0200 hours UTC on 9.580 MHz on Christmas Day. He used a Sony ICF SW7600GR receiver with a Sony AN12 vertical antenna and rated the Simpo 35232. So it appears that the 0200 hours UTC broadcast on 9.580 MHz did not fare too well late last year in general, according to these two listeners in Japan. Now, Toshia added in the comments, the noise was worrisome for a while. I am indebted to you very much this year. I am looking forward to a pleasant broadcast next year also. Thank you for your consideration. I wish you a good year. Well, thank you, Toshia. We wish you a happy new year too, and your QSL card is on its way. Also from Japan, listener Shina Ray left us an online reception report on January 15th after listening to us on two different frequencies. Using his Panasonic RFB45 receiver with a built-in rod antenna. He tuned into us from 0200 to 0230 hours UTC on 9.580 MHz and on 9.690 MHz. He gave us the 9.580 MHz broadcast, a simple rating of 55544 and 45544 for 9.690 MHz, writing that the signal of 9. 0.580 megahertz was stronger than 9.690 megahertz. So thank you, Shin, for that comparison. It is always good to get those. And we will get your QSL cards on their way to you very soon. Even closer to home, listener Hyunmyung Lee of Namwon City in Korea left us an online recession report. Using a Sony ICF7600D receiver with the bar antenna, he tuned into us from 0200 to 0220 hours UTC on 9.580 MHz on January 14th and rated the simple 45455. He did note, however, that there was a bit of noise. Thank you very much, Hyunmyung, and we hope to hear from you again soon and it's always nice to hear from someone from Korea. Yeah, that's quite interesting too. Mm -hmm. Now, jumping over to our next email, our Indian monitor Ratan Kumar Paul sends his logs regularly and most recently he sent us his weekly updates on our 1600 UTC broadcast on 9.640 MHz. Using his Sony ICF digital receiver, he was able to pick up our broadcast in fair to good conditions between January 1st and 14th and we were happy to see that he had rated the Simpo as four across the board on most days. Ratan also commented, I enjoyed your New Year special programs. It was very entertaining and charming. All programs were full of enjoyment. Thank you to the KBS team for presenting such vital and interesting programs. And thank you so much, Ratan, for your wonderful comment and also for your weekly updates. Your QSL cards are on their way now. 
Another one of our Indian monitors, P.S. Sikar, sent us a report in the email recently about the 1600-hour UTC broadcast on 9.640 megahertz. On January 12th, P.S. also said that the simpo for the broadcast was four across the board. He noted that he used a Texan 606 receiver with a telescopic antenna and also gave us some details about the programs he heard. Thank you, P.S., and we'll have your QSL car sent out very soon. Now, Muhammad Shaman S. is another one of our Indian monitors who is also very very dedicated on january 11th muhammad listened to us on 9.640 megahertz in 31 meter band between 1600 and 1700 hours utc he used a grundig yacht boy 80 receiver with a long wire aerial antenna and rated the simple four across the board he gave us some details about the programs he heard including the news soul calling drama lines and sounds of korea on the following day, on January 12th, Muhammad tuned into us on 7.275 megahertz in 41 meter band from 1800 to 1900 hours UTC and rated the simple as three across the board. He wrote that the reception condition had been average, but uh, still, you know, not too bad. Well, thank you very much, Muhammad. Your QSL cards are on their way. Listener Muralidar M. of India also sent us an email recently with two reception reports using his Texan PL660 receiver with the Sanjin ANT60 antenna. He tuned into us on January 3rd between 1400 to 1500 hours UTC on 7.215 megahertz and rated the Simpo 3 across the board. A week later, he tuned into us again from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC on the same frequency, 7.215 megahertz on January 10th, and this time right at the Simpo 32333. He gave us a little bit of detail on the programs he heard and also wrote, Wish you all, dear friends at KBS World Radio English Section, a happy new year 2017. Best regards and 73 Morali. Well, thank you, Morali and 73 to you too. Your QSL cards are on their way. We also received an online reception report from listener Adam Grenzia of Poland. Adam listened to us from 1430 to 1500 hours UTC on 7.215 MHz on January 14th using a Yesu FT2000 receiver with a GP7 vertical antenna. He rated the SIMPO 43443 and wrote Interference moderate from 7.220 MHz, China Radio International. I wish all of you a Happy New Year 2017 and would like to thank you for the calendar. Best regards from Poland, your radio friend Adam. Well, thank you very much, Adam. It is great to hear from you again. And we will send you out a QSL card very soon. And don't forget to hug your grandmother today. <laughs> well, going over to some monitoring logs on 9.515 megahertz, our monitor in India, Honey Islam, listened to our 1600R UTC broadcast on 9.515 megahertz on January 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, and rated the Simpo 43544 on the 1st and 4 across the board for the 2nd and the 3rd. He's been keeping us updated using both emails and online recession reports. So thank you so much, honey. The emails actually extend up to the up to January 10th, but those did not have any simple ratings. So we're sharing your online reports today, uh, just so you know. And uh, of course, your QSL cards are on their way.
Now from Bangladesh, our monitor Hazi Abdul-Manan sent us a couple of reports using his national analogue receiver with a telescopic antenna. Hazi tuned into us at 1300 hour UTC on 9.515 megahertz from December 24th until the 28th and rated the SIMPO as three across the board. Also between January 7th and 11th, he rated the SIMPO three across the board for all five days for the 1300 hour UTC broadcast on 9.515 megahertz. So thank you very much, Hazi, for monitoring the frequency. And of course, your QSL card will be sent out very soon. And that's all the time we have for the letters, emails and recession reports from you today. We do apologize that we cannot share every single letter and report from you on the show due to time constraints. Believe you me, we always want to. We just (laughs) run out of time. But just because it's not mentioned on the program, it doesn't mean your letters and reports are any less valuable than the ones that are mentioned on the air. So please know that we appreciate every single report, message, comment and any form of feedback from you. And thank you, everyone, as always, for keeping in touch with us. Yeah. Yes, of course. All of the information that you send to us is really important and we really do rely on you in order to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep all of those reception reports coming into us here at KBS World Radio. It's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent Yoon Ha Lee. Here's Inside the Mailbox. Welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yunha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page, as well as events, and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. Last Friday, Emily, Karen, Jian, and I each received a beautiful gift from our loyal listener Srivatsa from India. He sent us some colorful and extremely soft scarves. We all thought Srivatsa did an amazing job at picking out each individual scarf. You can see all four of us modeling our New Year's gift on Facebook. Thank you so much to Srivatsa for the lovely gift. It really made my day. To take a look at the photo, head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash English KBS. We would like to remind our listeners, however, that you really don't need to send us gifts. The fact that you tune in to us all the time is the best gift we could hope for. Now let's move on to website directions. Today, let's talk about the first special program of this year, which was aired on the 1st of January 2017. Bibimbap to Clash and to Harmonize explores the world and true meaning of the signature Korean dish, bibimbap. Although it's a common dish in Korea, not everyone, including myself, knows what it symbolizes and how it varies depending on the region. The webpage for this special program has been up on our KBS World Radio website for some time now, but for those of you who have not checked it out yet, here's how to do so. On our main page, scroll down to the KPC message board image. Above the message board image, there are currently four images that are linked to the most recent web pages. Click on the arrows to see the third blue image, which says New Year Special Bibimbap to Clash and to Harmonize Listen Audio. Click on the image to access the web page. On the web page, you can listen to the special program by clicking on the orange button on the left side of the screen that says Listen Audio. You can also listen what this program is about or view photos of different bibimbaps from four cities, Jeonju, Jinju, Dongyang, and Andong. 
To view the photos, click on the large Bibimbap image in the middle or the small image below the Listen Audio button. To take a closer look at the webpage, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. The Y2C prizes for this month have been sent out to our four recent winners, and the prize for this month is a flash drive. We hope the winners enjoy the prize, and please allow two to four weeks for delivery, depending on your location. Thank you to everyone for participating, and keep on doing so for your chance to win a KBS souvenir. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Have a nice weekend! Well, that's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. I've been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Dian. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.